This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations, which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org. From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. The presidential candidates are spending a lot of time warning about the influence of millionaires and billionaires on American politics. But that rhetoric isn't likely to change Congress's low-energy approach to restructuring campaign finance laws, a process that's been hindered by vested interests. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by CQ Money and Politics reporter Kate Ackley. Uh, Kate, the Supreme Court's 2010 Citizens United decision gave the green light for unlimited spending on political ads and other messaging. The experts you spoke with seem to think there are a few options for putting the genie back in the bottle, right? Right. I mean, the appetite on Capitol Hill to really do something uh, legislatively isn't really there. I mean, you see a lot of rhetoric on the campaign trail, but that so far isn't turning into action on Capitol Hill. Not a lot of specifics necessarily on the campaign trail either. Uh, it's interesting because on one hand, the public is angry and feels overrun by big money and politics, but the campaign finance issue sometimes gets crowded out by other concerns. Right, absolutely. Terrorism, immigration, you see those issues dominating, in, especially in the Republican side of the presidential primary. And everybody is concerned about jobs and the economy. Um, but you do see on both sides, Republicans and Democrats, talking about uh, the, the problems of money in politics. Uh, on the campaign trail, we now have the spectacle of billionaire Donald Trump serving as an advocate for changing the campaign finance system. He's bragging about self-financing his own campaign. Uh, in the column you wrote for CQ Weekly, uh, you say the campaign finance reformers have a very complicated relationship with Donald Trump. They do. Uh, there's a little bit of a flirtation from people in the campaign finance reform community with Donald Trump because he gets a lot of attention. He's raising the profile of their issue, their cause, campaign finance reform. So they like that about him. But they admit he, number one, doesn't really offer any specific solutions. I mean, his solution is, I'm just funding my own campaign, so I'm not beholden to the special interests. Well, surprise, he has a billionaire patron. It's himself. That's kind of a, a risky relationship to, to promote Donald Trump. However, they, they do acknowledge that, and they say that they're not comfortable with um, Trump's you know, position on wanting to temporarily ban Muslims from entering the country or, or building a wall with Mexico, because a lot of these groups want to expand civic participation, and that is obviously not part of Trump's message. Now, in Congress, a Democratic plan by Maryland Congressman John Sarbanes would give taxpayers a $25 credit for campaign donations. Is there any chance that'll fly? It's certainly not going to move anywhere this divided election year. He has 150-some supporters on that, but only one of them is a Republican, and this is a Republican-controlled Congress. So it's an interesting idea. It's certainly intriguing. His, his concept is to bring ordinary Americans into the sort of political money process. His $25 credit is also matched uh, six to one with public funds. 
You just don't see an appetite among Republicans, though, to uh, boost taxpayer spending in federal elections. Now, some of the Republicans have been talking about at least some more disclosure in the process. Uh, Republican presidential hopeful Ted Cruz wanted to require a notification period for contributions over $200, and he wanted to lift the lid on individual donations, right? Right. That's very much in line with Republicans, generally speaking. So you, you have a situation where most voters from both parties agree there's a problem. They all say something like 80 percent or more of all voters say that there is too much big money, too much corporate billionaires, millionaires money in politics. So they're all sort of in agreement there's a problem. But there is a sharp divide on what solutions uh, should be offered. And you see Democrats obviously want to expand public financing of our elections Republicans say, we just want to have immediate notification and disclosure, such as the Ted Cruz plan. Um, they want to peel back some of the, the funding limits, but have quicker disclosure. Uh, so you can see that even though everyone seems to agree there's a problem, people are very divided over how to do that. Now, some think the death of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia could have a major implication on campaign finance law going forward. Uh, how so? Well, uh, the Supreme Court basically opened the door for the super PACs and the big money spending in our elections that people are so weary of right now. Um, You talk to a lot of campaign finance reform advocates and what they've been saying, and this was before Scalia's death, uh, that the best chance of really changing the system, the, the most reasonable approach would be to have new, you know, change the makeup of the Supreme Court. Obviously, now there's a vacancy with Scalia's death. There is an opportunity to change the makeup of the court. Um, But if you listen to what Republicans on Capitol Hill, you know, all the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee said they're not even going to have hearings this year. They're waiting until the next president is elected to move on on any nominee it doesn't sound like that's going to happen this year, but it, going forward, certainly uh, there could be a chance to to see a change in the campaign finance issue via the Supreme Court. CQ Money and Politics reporter Kate Ackley on the on and off efforts to overhaul the campaign finance system. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now. And you can download our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. This ad brought to you by the Cato Institute, a nonprofit promoting American public policies based on individual liberty, limited government, free markets, and peaceful international relations which encourages you to read and download new free reports regularly posted on their website, cato.org.